0: Hi, this is Leon Dreisettel from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 6:30 Chat.
1: Okay. Raptors leading Brooklyn, 62-49 in the final minute of the second quarter. Minnesota with a 1-0 lead over Chicago in the first period. Zuccarello has his 11th. At 7 o'clock, Flames home to the Blues. At 7.30, Islanders visit the Coyotes. Tomorrow, right here on 6.30, Jed, it is the Oilers and the Ducks. 12.30 in the afternoon for the face-off show, and the... Puck will drop at 2 o'clock. Cam Moon, Bob Stauffer will be describing the action here on 630 Chet. All right, uh, Jay, thanks for holding through the news and the weather, my friend. What's going on?
2: Hey, Reed. Hey, just uh, quickly on the offside there, I know I just heard that Stauffer interview. I think the thing that is ticking off hockey fans is just the inconsistency, right? Like, you can't tell me that that Caleb McCarr goal in the playoffs should have counted i mean he wasn't even looking at his teammate so the fact that they're trying to say that he knew what he was doing it's complete bs so that's what's the most frustrating you know, okay
1: i'll just tell you something quickly I, I agree with you that he probably didn't know what he was doing i was told that the the comparison is apples and oranges because the McCar play was a delayed offside and the mcdavid play is a player putting himself offside they, they got a, the man has an answer for everything jay i'm telling you
2: true yeah it's true and you know what it is what it is but then there was that washington one that i seen on twitter that that you can't tell me that that was much different than mcdavid so whatever it is what it is just get the rules right and then we'll be happy okay so what do they what do they do
1: though should the rule be should the rule be re rewritten because like everybody jackson said and everybody i've talked to said if mcdavid's the first person to touch the puck it's a goal but because the puck went off his stick and preko touched it that's why they waved it off so what well, how should they change the rule then it's,
2: it's not even necessarily just, just this play but it's like mm-hmm. last night everyone in the building including the linesman had no clue he was offside true so if you can't if you can't nail that down at full speed and it's not that obvious i don't think taking these goals back is doing anything good for the game so if i'm just being honest Unless it's a horrendous missed offside call. That's, that I don't like the reviews. But then there's that one, the Duchesne one, and I can understand why they want to get it right.
1: Well, and That's and what it is. Yeah, and, that's, and I, I used to complain about it quite strongly on air and on the Oilers broadcast, and then I'm kind of like, okay, I'm just starting to sound like a bit of a no. baby here. But, I yes, get, a lot it. of the offsides that are overturned are not perceptible to the naked eye. And if anything, quite frankly, prove how good the linesmen are
2: true no and i agree 100 percent. so i just don't want to see them take away offense and i don't really if it if it goes against us the odd time it is what it is okay just quickly i uh i i i'm starting to notice a trend here and i don't like it and it's the coaching and i'm seeing a lot of old trends that every coach that we've had that's been fired is is you know they're playing their big guys way too much Yep. and the me- the mental fatigue is starting to show it's if you look at the goals against lately, it's not necessarily the third and fourth lines. It's our it's our top guys making brutal mistakes, and I think it's the mental fatigue. They're playing way too many minutes, and I I don't know. It's uh, I, I really really like Woody, but he's yeah. starting to he's starting to take off some fans here. So
1: that's a, that's a that's a fair comment. Um, I think. I mean, again. First of all, and you—you've heard me talk about this too. Like you're going to yeah. play those guys. Like I used to say with Tip, like a shift a period, you know, take off 90 seconds a game. Sure. Um, I and we'll see what happens. I think uh, with McLeod and Kane. Being out, yep. it changes things a little bit. But here, here's the here's oh, the thing that still worries me, Jay. And the team mm. is better than a few years ago. Like, hope I think, except the people who just hate Ken Holland and run down everything. Oh, with their yeah. players, I think we can admit the team is better, not perfect, but better. I'm not saying Holland's perfect, but better. But here, here's the thing that still is a bit of an issue to me: the the same guys. Who you need out on the ice to score in the last minute of the game are the same guys defending, like, like they don't they don't have any defensive specialists to lean on, right? No, no. It's, well, I agree. Leon, I mean, go take the faceoff. K. Okay, Connor, you got to get the puck out and score into the empty net. And
2: that's killing penalties too, right? And I I I like it, but they're overdoing it, I think. Like you don't need to put McDavid out to start every penalty kill, and I think last night he did. And you know what? Hey, if I had, if I was coaching Connor McDavid, I would play the heck out of him too. He's like that shiny toy, but the mental fatigue is a real thing. These guys are humans, and just that last goal, McDavid, Nurse was just is the most guilty. But McDavid did have the puck on his stick, and he he can make a better play than what he did. Yes. So that's all I'm saying is they're and they're just they're playing these guys too much. I know the injuries are, are a big problem, but. I don't know why I don't know why Holloway can't get more ice time and uh, pull arvey Like I I don't know. I just I don't think they're doing anything wrong. Well, there was a shift.
1: Woody. I think it was early in the third period. Uh, I I think Woody tried to get a matchup because McDavid's line was out, Shore's line was out, and then mm-hmm. McDavid's line was out right after that. And they gave the puck away and almost got scored on, and they barely made it to the bench. Oh yeah. So he tried to double shift them, and it's like they're they're exhausted. So yeah. you're right. No, there's some, there's something to what you're saying. And we, we no, got to see sure. how it goes, I think, once the team is a little healthier. But that's fair. But you're right. Every coach has done it. So is it a coaching error or is it a roster makeup error? That's well, right. The
2: thing is, is he didn't really necessarily do this last year. I mean, if you look at the time on ice, he, he rolled his lines for the most part, right? Obviously, there's certain matchups that you want. But a game like last night, I just don't understand why... Things were working good all game, right? And then you notice the change. It's just like the power play at the end of the game. They throw Nurse and Cece out there. Why not just try and score a goal? Like I get trying to play. You're trying to save a lead, but did it work? I don't. I just. I don't know why they're changing it up. I think Woody's just overthinking some stuff right now. He
1: just. Yeah, well, like, you've heard me say it before. and Look, I I do not want there to be a coaching change. Like, give me a break. Like, you can't do that. But I I said it before, this is a test for Woody. I mean, he's still a rookie NHL head coach, really. He's not at 82 games. I know he's been in the NHL before, but being the head man Mm -hmm. is different. So I I kind of look at it and say, well, I hope, you know, he's learning from it as well and learning how to handle. I mean, the the one guy who benefited in ice time last year was Hyman. He went up about two and a half minutes a game under Woodcroft. Yeah, well deserved two minutes a game for well, sure. He, yeah, he's he's incredible. Okay, Jay, he's thanks. Really have a good weekend. Yeah, thanks. Yes, yeah, see ya. All right, that's Jay seven eight zero four nine six zero also have Robert on the line. Hello, Robert. Thanks for calling.
3: Hey, hey Reed. Hello. Hey, I, I guess I guess my problem with with the call is that that same exact play happened in the Capitals game. He came in, Pop came in after him, not offside, no issues. <laughs> so I guess the players are like, where's the consistency?
1: Well, and Connor kind of said that uh, last night, right, Uh, that some of the players who have been playing a long time don't understand the rules, and he referenced the Coleman kick and and the McCarr play. Um, Again, by the letter of the law, I think they got it right last night.
3: I, I do too, but the players then, you create a confusion. They don't know, can I do this? Can I do that? I don't know.
1: Yeah, fair enough. So, okay, but uh, I don't know. Like, I, as if you ever listen to this show, Robert. As as I've said this before, we could we could talk about refereeing and rules almost every night, every show, all show long, and I'd go crazy. So we can't do that. Yeah, I know that. Uh, uh And this is going to get talked about more because it went against the orders. I just don't. Like, can they clean up the language of the rule? I don't know. And I said to Rob last night, "Is there a such thing as a perfect rule book that's never going to have any ambiguity?" I don't know if there is.
3: No, I don't think
1: so either. Yeah. Okay. No, I appreciate it, though. Okay. Thanks, Reed. Okay. That is uh, Robert seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. It's always interesting when we get into uh, refereeing and officiating and rules. And you've heard me say this. A 100 times and if I get to do this show for a few more years I'll say it a 100 more there's a difference between a bad between a bad call and a bad rule and, and to me what's being argued here is I, I don't think they made the wrong call but I, you could call in and pitch to me it's a bad rule and here's how it should be worded or as uh, I think Jay was saying just, just get rid of video review for offside so that's another thing to consider. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Kellen, anybody writing
0: in? Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. After oh, uh, oh, last night's uh, uh, ending foreboding. of the game, there and that stuff. So uh, we've got the, just Trucker Dave. That, that, that I agree with this thought too. Kind of uh, uh, sums it up. You know, he's, he says basically it's all of the above. Frustrating end to the game last night. That's from Trucker Dave. Okay. There he goes. So, and uh, Marfus texts in and says, Good evening. That play last night was way offside. I can't believe the linesman missed it, but I'm not upset. Offside is offside. Nurse got surprised on the four check and it, caught, it cost Edmonton a point. Oh, well, we've got a point. Move on and kick butt the next game. That is from Marfus.
1: Well, and hopefully they can do that against Anaheim, which could be on their. Although they won't have any higher than their second-string goalie. They might have their third-string goalie.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Colton texts in Hello? and says, Hey, Reed, can the league just take out the gray area in the office uh, or, or the off-ice rule? It came across as office. I think it meant off-ice rule. And just keep it simple. If the puck's on the blade... let's try this again if the puck's on the blade then that's control if the puck's not on the stick blade like my on side goal that was offside then it's offside plain and simple and again thanks that's from Cole
1: yeah I guess yeah I guess they could just do that they could say when your skates cross the puck has to be exactly on your stick I would think that might still be hard for the linesman to pick out at full speed in some situations but yeah that could be a way to clean up the language of the rule sure
0: we got one more just came in here uh, from Scott in Wetasco, and he says he is a huge Oilers fan, and he just wants uh, people and Oilers players just to uh, stop uh, crying already, move on, and <laughs> oh, just geez. play the game. Okay. That's well, that. <laughs> they, yeah. Well, look, it's,
1: if, if we if we didn't have moments like this, we wouldn't have talk shows, but uh mm. Yeah, I again I, I the Makar rule the Makar play was more confusing to me, though again I understood it after the fact. And here here's the thing everybody, like this is how I, I'm different from most of you. Well, I'm probably quite a bit different from most of you, but uh <laughs> in terms of when I'm watching a game. There's not much emotion in it for me, right? So if if a call, if a, if a controversial call goes against the Oilers, probably the first reaction for many of you is, I can't believe we got screwed. The, the league is against us. The refs are idiots, whatever. My first thought is, okay, I'm going to assume that the call was right and find where in the rule book backs that up. That That's, that's how I approach these situations as, as a broadcaster and someone who wants to communicate accurate, information and interpretations to you right so yeah I mean but I get the emotion but there is a point where it's like okay you know they 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 made the call I think I still get people texting into me or or calling me or or, you know people in my personal life if the Oilers have a call go against them I still have people bring up well yeah well Kessler was holding Talbot's pad well okay but that doesn't mean every call in the future has to go the Oilers way to make up for that but uh, yeah I mean I, I think the, the the people who interacted tonight were quite reasonable. I, I didn't agree with, was it Big Bad Joe who thought that, you know, the Leafs would have got a goal there or anything like that. I And again, I I understand what people are saying. Well, it's Connor McDavid. If he says he's controlling the puck, then he's controlling it. But they can't tailor the call to the player, right? I mean, again, if Devin Shore carried the puck in like that, and it went off his stick, and a St. Louis player touched it first. They can't say, "Oh, well, Devin Shore can't handle the puck, so he didn't have control of it." But Connor usually would, so we'll just give him the goal. Like you, you can't do the rules that way. You, you have to keep it as close to the rule book as, as you can. And I get it. Sometimes you look at the rule book and look at the call, and you're like, "Wait a minute, what am I seeing?" I, I get it. But I mean, I think for the most part, the rules are fairly well written and fairly clear yes of course there still has to be some judgment goalie interference you know controlling or not controlling a puck of course I don't think you can totally take the judgment out of the game I mean even the even the even the rules that don't have any judgment aren't perfect okay you shoot the puck out of your glass in your own end you get a penalty well but there's always those plays well did it tick off something did it tick off a stick Wait a minute, he shot it out. Was he just inside the blue line or was he just outside the blue line? It happened pretty fast. So even, you know, it it can't always be perfect. Um, But I do think, ultimately, letter of the law... And I know this is where I'm disappointing you. It was correct last night. All right, 780-496-0063. We're going to have a real live referee in studio, uh, former FIFA ref Dave Gantar, after the 7 o'clock news. Uh, Before we go tonight, you'll also hear from Zach Ostapchuk, the uh, young man from St. Albert who's on the World Junior Team. It's Inside Sports on Chet. You're listening to
3: 630 Jed Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins.
1: All right, good to have you tuning in tonight. Uh, got the Raptors game on here. 59 seconds into the third quarter. Raps leading the Nets 62-54. 780-496-0063 is the certainty hotline. Shane has rung in tonight. Hello, Shane. Hey, how's it going? Good. That's uh, good. Hey, so in regards to that, uh,
3: that call on the offside and stuff like that, with, with the league, there's always these controversial calls, whether it be goaltender interference or offside, so on and so forth. The issue I personally find with it is that you're subject to someone's opinion on a, like a written statement of the rule book. Okay. So do you think like, as a league, it might be an optimal thing to look at whatever video they have, determine what is and what is not offside, and then having that as a point of reference that they
1: could go to, you know what I mean, for future... future calls well i i think and i hope that that's what they do right when they have these rules meetings in the summer is they go over a lot of video and say okay this would be considered offside this wouldn't i mean i i I think that's the process of of making the rules now i I don't think they pull up those videos as they're making a call I, i think hopefully they have the knowledge in ingrained by then right i suppose that's true yeah so what did did you think like does do we so like do they do we need to change the wording do we need to change the rule do we need to do less video i i'm not entirely sure
3: to be honest i don't know what a solution would be i know it's kind of been an ongoing it's an ongoing topic it has been for quite a few seasons as far as back as i've been watching hockey anyway yeah uh it's it's a very fine line to walk, and I, I don't really envy the person that is making those sorts of decisions by any means, but I don't, aside from, you know, like, like I said, having some sort of like a point of reference in that moment, where like, if there's anybody questioning or whatever, that's 100% something that they can definitively look on, like, oh, this is, this is similar, no goal or a goal, depending, right?
1: Yeah. Do you watch? Uh, do you watch a lot of sports? Like you know, football has a lot of review now. Basketball has a little bit. They brought it in in baseball.
3: Okay. Yeah. Do you, no, do you watch I, I, a
1: lot of a lot of other stuff?
3: I am pretty much only an Oilers fan, and I pretty much only watch their games.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was just I was just curious. I'm not. I didn't mean to like like no judgment either way. I was just because. Yeah. I mean, they're like like I said, football. They always were like. You know catch or no catch and uh, dave gantar the former fifa ref he's going to talk about video review in soccer he just walked in because i don't yeah. do you watch any of the world cup or see any highlights uh, where they make a call and then like the ref draws a, a you know the triangle or the the rectangle with his fingers and it's like they're going to the video review <laughs> yeah yeah
3: well that's just it right like you're already kind of committing a certain amount of time to reviewing it right so it's uh, i don't know it's uh Hopefully they figure it out in that regard. But yeah, that was that's just my opinion on it.
1: No, so. oh, I appreciate it, Shane. Thanks for listening, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Take care. All right, that is Shane. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Yeah, uh, i are really pleased with some of the points made tonight. Um, you kind of know where I stand. Uh, can we? I mean, again, a, an option is to just get rid of video review. And, and I've said this before. Maybe we should only have video review in hockey for the the goal line plays. Is it a goal or not? Did the puck cross the line or not? Goalie interference offside, uh you know, did they miss a stoppage with a hand pass or a high stick? Get rid of it. Just use video review if the if the puck crossed the line or not. And even under those circumstances, sometimes it's The odd one that's inconclusive or maybe proven wrong later when there's some other angle or that uh, back in Rexall Place, uh, a photographer had a shot of the puck in the net under Jonathan Quick's glove, but no TV camera had it, so so the call didn't count. I don't know if there's a perfect system. When you're the fan of a team that doesn't get the call, then you really... (laughs) think it's an imperfect system but uh i mean maybe that's the answer and, and I, we are going to talk about this and, and here's the thing dave's willing to take calls now again he's not a hockey referee but he knows about video review he knows about dealing with players and coaches who are peeved at him <coughs> he probably knows about dealing with fans that don't like him very much uh, so you can ask him questions because he's, he's able to tell you about all those dynamics. And, of course, we'll talk about, uh, you know, France, Argentina and, and Messi and all the wonderful talent we're going to see play on the weekend. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chet.